Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Good morning, Edwin. Good morning, Andrew. How you doing, man? I am fantastic. Ah, I'm loving to hear that. I'm loving to hear that joy and optimism in your voice. Absolutely. This is joy and optimism all right here in this voice. (laughs) It's all right there. (laughs) And you've got some too, so that's good. Hey, that's right. We want to bring that every time. Today, as as shocking as it is, yes, today. Yeah, today. Finishing up Galatians. I know. This is our last week to be looking at Galatians. What's uh, what's on the schedule for next? Because I I know we're not taking our, our hiatus yet. No, no hiatus. Hebrews. Hebrews. We're going to be moving into Hebrews. The really cool thing is, as we go through Hebrews in our Bible reading plan, and then of course here on Text Talk, is the way it all set up is it falls perfectly in line with one of our Bible class quarters. So one of the classes we're going to be doing here at the Livingston Congregation is actually reading Hebrews going along with this. With the text talk? So we ought to at least have, I don't know, a dozen or so listeners for Hebrews. I think this is what we call cross-promotion. I think I love this. We get to plug text talk a little bit and and, and, uh, the class... Yeah, yeah, and we've got some, got some other classes going on at the Livingston Congregation that'll be kicking off this Sunday. Yeah, We've got our, our main anchor class that's looking at the life of Jesus, the second half of it, and then we've got this reading Hebrews class, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then there's going to be a um, character study class, just looking at various people that we find in the yeah. Old Testament to, to help us learn about how to serve the Lord. So a yeah, couple of, and, and we have classes for all ages. Of course, moving into the summer months, it's a great time to, to join a Bible class, and I always want to get in early on those. Yeah, absolutely. So for Galatians, got to finish that out. That means we are turning to chapter 6 today. Chapter 6. I'm going to read the first five verses from the English Standard Version. Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone, and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. Okay. If anyone is caught in a trespass, the New King James renders that just a little bit differently. Okay. If any man or if a man is overtaken in any trespass, mm-hmm. I wonder if it's almost the idea of, of being, uh, you know, overtaken or caught like like you're in a trap, like it's sprung, and here you are. Yeah, it is something that has come upon the person. That yeah. I, That is the idea. Okay. Uh, certainly this is not the doctoral thesis about the nature of all sin as if we are not ourselves involved in pursuing sin, but it is the yeah. idea that sin is is like a trap. It's a snare that will grab you and hang on to you, as the old preachers used to say. It'll take you further than you wanted to go, keep you longer than you wanted to stay, cost you more than you wanted to pay. It is like being overcome, being being taken in and captive and held there. Well, I appreciate your comment there, which is kind of a hat tip to James 1 and the idea of what we desire to do in our hearts. And, yeah. And, uh, and so I'm not saying that there's not culpability there. Of course nice there word. is. And that's why we need a Savior, of mm-hmm. course, as well. 
but to understand that the nature of sin is like traps. Yes, it yeah. is. It's a snare. We play with it. We we toy with it. We think we can maybe just dabble in it. But mm-hmm. what sin does is it takes us and it overtakes us and it holds us captive. Mm-hmm. And and this is a struggle. One of the things I noticed this week in studying this is is once again how easy it is to hit that chapter break and and kind of it's 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 uh like my well, mind I mean, is cleansed yeah. of what happened in the last chapter we've had a weekend I, brother we've had a weekend now i've since moved we read on to chapter five now i've moved on to something <laughs> new but as i was studying reading recognizing that this is a carryover from what was just discussed mm-hmm. as it talked about in galatians chapter five the works of the flesh the fruit of the spirit in the last two verses of galatians five if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him. I, oh. I, when I read through that, I, I recognize this comment is is like a response to the last thing that was said in chapter 5. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Um, is, it, is, is it a response, or is it really kind of building on it to say, here is the evidence that you are spiritual, the fruit of the Spirit. And now you spiritual ones have a responsibility, have a mission. Uh, yeah, I was just watching Spider-Man the other day, mm. you know, with great power comes Come, great responsibility. Right, and the hundred ways that you can try to figure out to say that in each yeah. iteration of Spider-Man. But, you know, it, it has to be said every time. Yeah. So it, with, with spirituality, with following the Spirit mm-hmm. comes... The need to restore those who have fallen? Yeah, then you absolutely. So you who are spiritual, you who are walking by the Spirit, you who are led by the Spirit, keeping in step with the Spirit, when others are t- t- overtaken with works of the flesh, you are to restore them with a spirit of gentleness. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Overtaken with the works of the flesh. Are you suggesting then, as I go back and read chapter 5, and there are all these works of the flesh... That, that that's what people could be caught up in or trapped in that they would need to be restored from? Yes, I think I am suggesting that. Well, that's a very nice connection, sir. I think Paul is saying that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, the, the reason why I used the word response a few minutes ago, and I don't know if that's the right word or not, but the very last verse of chapter 5, let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So here, when we're walking mm-hmm. by the Spirit, we don't, we don't become conceited. We don't become puffed up. Mm-hmm. provoking and envying one another. Rather, when we find people who are caught up in the works of the flesh, instead of puffing ourselves up with envy, instead of attacking, mm. instead of provoking or challenging, we restore with gentleness. And one of the really uh, intriguing things is, of course, is have we heard about gentleness within the last chapter? Why, yeah, yes, we have. Yeah. It is one of the fruit of the Spirit. It is. So here is a particular application of living in the fruit of the Spirit. That's the word. If the fruit of the Spirit is gentleness, Mm -hmm. then when I see others who are not living in the fruit of the Spirit, but rather are overtaken in the works of the flesh, I don't get puffed up. Mm -hmm. I'm not, oh, look at me. I'm so amazing. I'm so special. I'm living by the fruit of the Spirit. I wonder what I'm getting right. Don't you wish you could be right like me? And and wagging my finger in their face, provoking them, challenging them in that way. Rather, it's the restoration with fruit of the Spirit. So even when I'm responding to people caught in sin, I am living in the fruit of the Spirit. There are so many different um, responses, I guess, maybe emotional responses to when we see sin. Mm -hmm. 
or even uh, when we find ourselves to be the uh, victim you know, of sin. In other words, some of these sins that are perpetuated, I look at some of these, uh, you know, works of the flesh, like contentions or dissensions or outbursts of wrath. You know, when that's directed at me, uh, I may not be inclined to be very gentle no at kidding. that time. Yeah. I might be like, you're a sinner. You are so in the wrong. And if I'm not careful, I may even want to, re- you know, re- respond in kind. Well, and when I say no kidding the way I did a minute ago, I don't mean that in reaction to you. Like, I know something about you and the way you behave. I mean, no yeah, kidding. Yeah, that like... was pretty puffed up sounding there, buddy. <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> I mean, no kidding in the sense of, yeah, what you just described is very natural. Yeah. It's natural for me. I think it's natural for a lot of people. It is... It, which again is why it's the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because when i am relying on my own strength and my own flesh that's the direction i end up going the works of the flesh mm-hmm. rather than love and joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control that's the fruit of the spirit coming out in my life so maybe that's part of understanding the rest of verse 1 when it talks about considering yourself lest you also be tempted yes you know a lot of times i've i've looked at that and i've thought is that a warning that if I'm helping, trying to help someone, you know, with repentance and, and having victory over a particular sin, I may be tempted to be involved with that same sin? You know, I'm, I'm trying to help, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a drunkard beat that, right? And mm-hmm. so I'm tempted to become a drunkard. Or or is it more like, look, you're dealing with people in sin, and so there's these temptations to other sins, like the envying you said mm-hmm. or the being puffed up. Just just because that's the nature of it. And my answer to your either-or question is yes. Ah. I think it's both. I okay. think I, whenever we are working with someone caught in sin, especially knowing our own sinful past, right, it's, right. it's easy to be tempted to go back into sin. If we are working with someone that who's dealing with a sin that we've struggled with, we've got to be careful. It is yeah. easy to be tempted to go back into that sin. At the same time, when I'm working with others, when it comes to sin, there are all kinds of other sins I'm tempted to commit. And I don't want to box it in to one or the other of these things. I think Paul is just making a general statement. There's a lot of, you're walking through a minefield. You yeah. need to walk through it. You need to be careful, but you're, we're restoring. It's, it's important enough to restore those who are caught in the works of the flesh that we need to walk in that. But be careful. Look to yourself and make sure you're not tempted. Well, now I'm scared. Yes. Now I'm scared to go about this. Okay. I mean, why, why would I want to endanger myself for, you know, for somebody else? We are to bear one another's burdens. We are to love one another. Remember back in chapter five, we have been set free not to just pursue our flesh and what mm-hmm. is convenient for us, but through love to serve one another. Okay. And, you know, th- this ties together with something else that I wanted to see. I, w- we've jumped into this, and I think it was very important that we did to, to think of this from the perspective of I'm the person who's doing the restoring. But what if yeah. I read this from the perspective of I'm the one who's caught in the transgression? Yeah. I'm more of the works of the flesh guy than the fruit of the spirit guy. Which, which I have been at times. We've and been on I, both sides of that. I will be we? again. Yeah, I have yeah. no doubt. There will be days when, I, again, when I am the one caught in the transgression. And what do I want you to do mm-hmm. when I am the one caught in the transgression? I want you to brave the minefield. Mm-hmm. I want you to restore. I, and so... Help me get out of this trap. Yeah. One yeah. of the things that I'm learning from this is I need to be praying that God puts spiritual people in my life so that when I'm overtaken... 
they'll be there to lift up and to encourage and to challenge and not to envy, not to be conceited, not to provoke, but rather to restore in a spirit of gentleness. That God had put people in my life who will love me even when I'm v- being very unlovable. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and so when we go back to that golden rule to treat others the way we want to be treated, that yes, it's a minefield. And we... I think this is one of those places where it's like using a an electric or you know a table saw. Okay. You know, somebody says I'm afraid to use that saw. Well, you know, as long as you're afraid to use that saw, you'll probably be okay using that saw because you will be careful, you will yeah. use the guards, you will make sure your fingers don't get close. Mm-hmm. And it's that respect of the danger yeah. that I'm dealing with here that that allows me to use this tool in a safe way and in a constructive way. And I think that's what we have here. And I think that's what Paul is saying. There is something to be afraid of here. Mm-hmm. But as we're hanging on to the Lord, as we're taking care, as we're being cautious, looking to ourselves to see that we are not tempted, we, by the strength of God, can be involved in this the way we want others to be involved in it when we're the ones yeah. that are overcome. Yeah. So what we see here is also a great example of faith working in love. Hmm. Yeah. Which counts. Which counts. And matters. And we learned that from Galatians That's as well. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, it's wonderful that we'd be together today and looking at Galatians 6. Uh, we'd love to know what you're learning from the scripture. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, or jump over to the Facebook group. I love to see people there. Of course, share the podcast, rate, review, uh, give us a good one. Please, we're going to have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your word. Help us, Father, to to be sober as we read these scriptures and to understand that sometimes we are the ones caught in the trap. Help us to be honest about that. Lord, when when it's the works of the flesh going on in our life and, and we're caught in those things, we need help. And we pray, God, that you would put people in our lives, people who love us enough to minister truth to us and speak truth into our lives. And and they don't give up on us, Father. They love us. And likewise, Father, help us to be those people for our brothers and sisters in Christ, to take the courage to address the things that we see uh, for the good of all and for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.